answers. I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Prepared Mind Channel. Yes, welcome to your favorite satire. Oh, I guess it's a political satire, philosophical satire. I tell you, zero dark 30, blasting out of the bunker. Another day in what many people used to call paradise, living free in America. Well, how is your tune on that change? What's your perspective? Hmm? What's your perspective on freedom now? Well, how about, how, how about your perspective on evil now? So we've got uh, an issue in Washington, D.C., an issue that is so big, so ugly, and we're all aware of it. Yet they want to pretend like it's not real, nobody sees it, it's not as bad as you think. Oh, it's far worse than anyone can imagine. So let's take a shot, shall we? Let's adjust our perspective on what evil is. And let's use a timeline to do so. It is 2023. Do you for a second believe that in 1923, the morals of today, the uh, political morals, the social morals, would have rejected every last line of bullshit coming out of D.C.? That today it is far more evil and sinister, corrupt, in 2023 than 1923. How about this? Let's go back another 100 years. Let's go back to 1823. And imagine what those people would think of today, 2023, 200 years later in D.C. The, the words they use, the attitudes they have, the policies that are prevailing. What do you think of that? Can you imagine in 1823, a million Mexicans a year pouring across the American border? Do you think they would say, that's just fine? It's okay, it's not a biggie. Those people have rights. Or do you think their attitude would have been something quite different? Yeah, perspective, folks, is really important perspective to understand what the hell is going on, right? Because they've used moral relativism and progressive policies and ideas to, to radically alter, right, how they're perceived in Washington. See, we couldn't call them perverted, they think, if, well, they adjust our view of what that actually is and means and and how it should be addressed. They want to stop us from being able to object to what they're doing. So they are radically altering everything they can. Right? What is allowable, what isn't. The amount of lying, and I'm just talking about flat out, bald-faced lying that DC does today. Do you think that would be accepted in 1923 or 2023? Completely refabricating 
the language. So a lot of people would argue, well, you know, the country's evolved. The language has evolved. Yada, yada, yada. Do you think that makes a lick of difference? Well, it, it only works, folks, if you allow it. If you disallow it and say no words have meanings and the spirit of the Constitution is one that was moral, decent, and was all about freedom for the people, that's what it was written for. That's what, that's what the spirit was about. How do you have a government that functions? It's a very simple question. How do you create a functioning government that doesn't interfere with the rights of the people? That's the concern at the time. What authority should government have? That was a long time ago, was it not? When you think about it, when you sit down and really think about it. At the same time, how fucking hard is it to keep an eye on this stuff? And that's why they use propaganda. That's why they use war. That's why they use every... I'm going to use the word insidious insidious tool in their little toolbox to pry, literally pry away your rights from you. Now, I'm going to examine something else with perspective and evil in mind. McCarthy has now lost 11 votes. 11 votes have been held in Congress for a Speaker of the House, and McCarthy has put himself out there as the candidate or someone's nominated him, yeah. And he has lost 11 times. Yesterday, folks, they were sitting at nine. Last I looked before I passed out from sheer exhaustion. Uh, and at that point, it was back in the 1800s. It's been since the 1800s that someone has lost that much. Now, McCarthy's lost 11 times, and he's vowing he's not going to quit. And I sure hope those folks, those people, those 20 Republicans and all their supporters across the country, and the powerful and the weak and the, the, the grand and the meek, I hope they do not quit, give in, cave in, etc. It is time now more than ever to be strong because, folks, imagine the guy that lost nine times. Imagine the congressman who lost nine times back in the 1860s. 150 years ago, he lost nine times. The moral standard then was so high, the threshold. What did he do wrong? Did he, did he put too much sugar on his oatmeal? Right? Did he drink adulterated uh, whiskey? Or was he considered too, too reckless because, well... He didn't have a strict enough uh, perspective on the Constitution. Or was that during the Civil War, when the states were fighting amongst each other? Right. But that's what we need to understand. Perspective. Right? Back then, they were much stricter. Anything could be used to disqualify you, anything real. Today, nothing is disqualifying. You can be gay openly. Okay, fine. Right, you can be a transsexual openly. Hell, that's a that's a resume enhancer. Right? You can have committed 
serious crimes and gotten away with it. You know, like bribery, graft, racketeering, coercion. Oh, all manner of control techniques are used today that back then would have been considered criminal. I'm not saying they didn't happen. I'm saying they would be considered criminal. Right? These closed-door meetings where they lie, bullshit, threaten each other. Well, today, all of that is allowed. Hell, Congress is allowed to inside trade that has totally enriched themselves and gorge on the people's money by manipulating markets and taking advantage. It's absolutely disgusting. Back then, you'd probably be thrown in jail, charged with treason, sedition. So McCarthy, with all of this leeway today, being able to say and do whatever he wants, basically, is still considered by you and me and 20 people in Congress to be so unacceptable as to vote no for. That's how evil this guy is. He is a total, well, never mind the fact that he's sold out, that he's for sale, that anyone can buy him with money and get him to say what they want. He's that bad, but he would sell you as well. Not only would he sell you, he would sell his own country. He would sell his own children. He would turn on a dime and change his position if someone gave him the right money. That's how bad he is, folks. That's why he's being opposed. That's why I ask you. Oppose this guy and send your congressmen, all congressmen, write them all, write an email to them all. Put all of their email addresses in one shot and blind carbon copy them, BCC them, CC them, put them all in the, in the, the main address. Like doesn't matter. Do that <clears throat> and tell them what you want from them as congressmen. Stand up for the Constitution. Obey your oath. Work for the freedom of the people, not to enrich yourselves. And stand strong. Do not give up and give in to the corrupt and the evil in D.C. Chance favors the prepared mind. This is happening, folks, because there's a battle for freedom and liberty in this country. And it's starting at the grassroots with just a few people, a few of us in Congress, a few of us out here. And it's it's our country, folks. We have rights. They're the ones stealing it and taking things away. So they need to fight back. You need to fight back. We all do. I'll see you for the Friday free-for-all tonight. Chance favors the prepared mind, does it not? Godspeed. Semper Fi.